Welcome to Kaizen Living, and this is your host, Donald D. Coleman. Kaizen is the Japanese word for continuous improvement or improvement for the better. And that's what this podcast is all about. There's 86,400 seconds in each day. Imagine the possibilities of what your life could be if you dedicated an additional 60 seconds to focus on what matters most to you. I created this podcast to encourage people who want to see that change by offering tips, tools, and techniques to inspire you, my listener, to take small steps each day towards that lasting change you desire. And if you're ready, let's jump in now. Hey, welcome back. As promised in this episode, I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into the financial resiliency assessment, and I'm going to specifically focus on the spin category. This is the first of four parts that will break down each one of the assessment categories. And before I give you the breakdown of financial resiliency from my, my perspective of it, and that's why I use financial resiliency as kind of my title for the assessment, I want to give you uh, a definition that's provided by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's definition of financial health, right? And the first definition is, is being in control of day-to-day and month-to-month finances, So they're saying being in control, basically having the capacity to control your day-to-day finances and month-over-month finances. So, right? And the second part of the definition is having enough of a financial cushion or savings to absorb any unexpected expense. And third is on track to meet personal financial goals. And in the last part of the definition is enjoying financial freedom without constantly worrying about money. And I respect this definition, but I think at mo- and sometimes in our life as we go through things, this definition may be somewhat narrowed. And, and, and why I say narrowed, it's because fina- dealing with money and understanding financially how to work through things has a lot to do with who we were as children and how we grew up and what our environment was. And those, how do I say, those thoughts, they came into us into adulthood. And they, they, they created what I would call is, is roadblocks or they create situations or triggers that causes us to do things financially that most people don't even recognize. And this definition doesn't talk about it. So this definition is a great definition to define month over month. And that's what financial resiliency is all about. But to become financially resilient, we actually address the mental side of the finances. And we also go into distinguishing between needs, wants, and emotions. And most of the time when you think about it from an from a emotional perspective or a mental side of money, 
It's largely to deal with from a negative perspective or you become a lone wolf. There's a number of different things that trigger how we view money. Some people may see money as being a great thing, money as being power. So they put all of their energy into getting money. Others may have grown up in a household where money wasn't as important as 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 important where there wasn't enough money. So they look at money as being a thing that it's never enough. They're always going to be without it. So now they come up with a scarcity mindset. So when 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 we deal with from a financial perspective and we talk to clients and we work with clients, we deal with it from a resiliency. And I and I have a saying and I'll never forget this saying, man. It says, "When you have a setback, don't take a step back, but be prepared for the comeback." And that to me is what resiliency is all about. So when you think about becoming financially resilient, here's what I believe financial resilience is. Financial resiliency comes about with your daily financial systems, right? And when I say a system, systems are a process or a procedure of way that you do things that allow you to be resilient over time and to pursue opportunities. So you are resilient and you can pursue opportunities. And that for me is one of the key things is you don't have to have everything in place to be resilient. As long as you have the capacity to be able to bounce back and not go under and at the same time pursuing new opportunities, I would consider that person as being resilient, right? But now from a financial resiliency perspective, talking about the money side, we broke it down into four key categories. And unlike most people that focus on the narrow matrix of what's your credit score or what's your debt to income ratio, those to me are, they're, they're not trivial, but they don't give you a full on picture of what everything in life is all about. So financial resiliency considers whether an individual are spending, saving, borrowing, and planning, watch this now, and planning in a way that will either contribute or detract from their resiliency in the face of unexpected events and the ability to thrive in the long term. Let me read that again. Right? Because financial resiliency considers whether you are spending, saving, borrowing, and planning in a way that will either contribute to or detract from your resilience in the face of an unexpected event and your ability to thrive in the long term. So that's why it's important and that's why we focus on becoming financial resilient versus uh, focusing on a credit score because technically a credit score is going to be part of becoming resilient. Now, today, when I focus on the aspect of spend, here's what I want you to, 
to understand. There's two questions in the assessment that focus on spin. Number one, the first question is, do you spin less than your income? Why is it important to understand that? Because if your overall expenses are higher than your income, that means that over time, it reduces the capacity for you to be resilient. And what is the focus? It's becoming resilient. So if when you take the survey, if you score low in the spin category, right, then what do we do? We focus on developing a plan of action to get the score up in the spin category. So again, question number two is, do you pay your bills on time? So it's like over the last 12 months, it's going to ask the question, how have you paid your bills? And by answering those questions, these two questions will help us determine how resilient you are. Now, the, the answers to these questions will show up from the point if you are financially vulnerable, if you're financially surviving, financially thriving, right? Because the main point of it is, is that we don't want people, we're tired, I'm tired of it, of seeing people become financially dependent on outside sources. When I worked for a large or financial institution, we could see the same people coming in when equity built up in the house, they came back in, they did a refinance to pay off credit card bills or other debts that they accumulated. So they're using the house or the equity that's just built in the house. And it's a never ending cycle. Why is it a never ending cycle? Because mentally, never addressing the core root of the problem. And this is why goals are great, but goals only get you to the direction of where you want to go in order to have a change in behavior. We first start at the root and in most cases, the mental side of it or your mental fitness or your mental resiliency of what it is of centered around money is truly going to be the cause of what that is. And that's where we help individuals. So I want you to think about this. Now, this is spin in there. So let me repeat the two questions. In the spin category, the financial resiliency indicators are spin less than your income and how well do you pay your bills? Or do you pay your bills on time? Let's put it that way. So think about that. And again, at the end, there's a link in the, uh, in the episode there for you to go out and to take the free assessment, the financial resiliency assessment. And trust me, there is absolutely no strings attached to this. I'm not going to try to sell you a product or a service. I truly want to know what your score is and tell you and, and, and to see if we could help you build out a plan to put you on on track, right? But the assessment is 100% free. So I'd love to hear what your results are once you take the assessment and that there's an opportunity to do a free debrief with me personally. 
Thanks again for your time and look forward to the next episode on financial resiliency, focusing on the save category. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Kaizen Living. And before you go, I have two questions for you. What new insights did you gain from this episode and how will you apply those new insights? Remember, there's 86,400 seconds in each day. And imagine the possibilities of what an additional 60 seconds could do towards helping you achieve those things that matter most to you. Thanks again and don't forget to subscribe.